Hello, my podcast listeners. It's obviously me, Michelle, again, and today's um, podcast is going to be about Mystic Messenger and just basically anything about Mystic Messenger that I can think of. I'm not really going off a script. The only thing I kind of got ready was like a description for it, but whatever. So it'll just be kind of flowing. It'll be like, I don't know. I'll think of it as I go. Um, so for those of you who don't know what Mystic Messenger is, it's okay. I'll tell you what it is. I'll give you two descriptions, actually. These are not mine. These are from the fandom wiki website or whatever it's called. So let me read you it. This is like a description for it, like just like in general. So Mystic Messenger is a female-oriented Otome mobile game produced by, correct me if I'm saying this wrong, Cheriti or Cheritz, I don't know. I'm sorry. That's the creator, by the way. Um, users can experience a love story through an interactive messaging app via receiving phone calls and texts depending on the relationship with other characters. Um, oh, sorry, that's that part doesn't matter. But that's like over. That's just like a general description. Here's one that goes into more detail. It says, you were looking for an app just to kill some time and stumbled upon an app called Mystic Messenger. It sounded interesting, so you downloaded it. Once you opened it, you found yourself chatting with someone nicknamed Unknown. They persuaded you to go to some studio apartment. As soon as you walked into to, into, sorry, there's like a mistake in it already. It says, as soon as you walked into to the apartment, your app is someone connected to a mystic group chat with attractive guys? <laughs> After a long chat, they ask you to join their secret party planning association called RFA. And for those of you wondering, RFA stands for Rika's Fundraising Association. Um, I'm going to be getting into these characters. Starting off with Rika. I, I, I have... Okay. Let me start with Rika first. So, Rika... There's this character named Rika, and she is the um, leader, or aka founder, of RFA. Obviously, hence the name Rika's Fundraising Association. But she, quote unquote, commits suicide, and there. Um, and after that, once we come us the person playing as the uh, main character aka we get called mc in the game once we come we have to take her spot as like party coordinator and yeah and then we chat with all the the members of rfa and the members of rfa are um juman han zen 707 yusung J. king and um v and obviously there was rika but she quote-unquote died and you'll find out why i'm saying quote-unquote later also by the way there will definitely be spoilers in here so um there's also some characters on the side which are definitely which are, i mean not definitely they are rika and unknown from what i said earlier the person who we were talking first talking with in the app so rika well you know i'm gonna start with rika last because if I start with her first, it won't really make sense. So I'm going to start with one, 
with one of the characters, aka members of um, RFA. His name is Juman Han. Okay, I'll be reading you his description off the website. Oh, by the way, before I read it, in order to play this game, there's three, like, modes. You can't see me, but I'm quoting. Um, there's casual story, deep story, and another story. Um, casual story are, um, Yusung, Jaehee, and Zen. So that one's, like, free. It's, like, you can just play for free. And a deep story is, um, Jumin and 707. And you're probably asking, what's the difference? Well, obviously, it's probably, it's, like, compared to casual story, probably, no, most likely better. Definitely better. And... But in order to play Juman Han in the game, they have something called hourglasses. And you have to have at least, I think, 80 or 60, I don't know, I don't remember how much, hourglasses to actually play that route. And, yeah. And it, for, um, it's either you earn them while playing, or you, um, also, which takes a long time, or you buy them with, like, real money. <laughs> So, yeah. So, I'll read his description now that it will make a little more sense. Okay. Juman Han is one of the deep story characters available in Mystic Messenger. He is the son of a wealthy family and the heir of the C&R International Company. He is always on business trips and only talks about work or mature topics, which is why he doesn't know about youth, slang, or commoner food. Juman loves to talk about his cat, Elizabeth III. And how beautiful she is and is very much a doting parent. However, because of past experiences, Juman is emotionally closed off and is distrustful of women having witnessed his father fall victim to many gold diggers who never loved his father, only his money. I'll go into his personality now. Juman is a quiet, serious, and cautious man who prefers to act mature. Despite this, he is interested in young slums. What? Okay, hold on. Okay, I'll talk about this later. Despite this, he is interested in young slaying and loves to talk about cats, especially his own Elizabeth III. In fact, in his own way, his general cadence will give off that of a child. He also enjoys teasing Zen about his cat allergy in this um, chat room. He is often surrounded by rumors <laughs> concerning his sexuality because of his complete lack of interest in women. Also, well, wait, before I read this next sen- sentence, there's, like, this whole thing going around, like, is, does Juman Han is gay? <laughs> exactly like that, per- just, exactly, just, d- does Juman Han is gay? Or, does, is Juman Han gay or European? <laughs> um, um, so, he is often surrounded by rumors concerning his sexuality because of his complete lack of interest in women leading the press and other members of the RFA to tease him for possibly being gay. He views situations objectively and wants others to be like him. He is a workaholic, which is shown through how he works Jaehee Kang to the bone. However, Jaehee states that Juman's workload is ever greater than hers. Juman disregards others' opinions of him, so he lives his life now he thinks is right. Also, it might not make a little sense because... From what I say right now, he works Jaehee to the bone. Jaehee is Juman Han's assistant. Like, how it said earlier, he's, like, um, 
he's um um the heir of the C and R International Company. So Jay, he's assistant. Um, I'll I'm I don't know if I should read this whole thing. <sighs> but let, let, I'll just say some important things. Um, I'll read some important parts. It's um. Juman is also hinted at having feelings for Rika as he believed she could see into him and see the tingled emotions being, without becoming disgusted. However, even when Rika asks if they would have ended up together, Juman is visibly uncomfortable with the joke and tells her not to say things like that as it makes him uncomfortable. And by the way, Rika is with one of the other members. She was engaged with one of the other members named V. And if you choose his route, then... Um, you, he, like, as it says here, it says he overcomes all of his fear and anxiety and untangles his emotions that were knotted for many years. So basically, like, we help him overcome all these emotions that he's, like, I guess, just a bare, I don't know how to, like, explain this, but he's suppressed after all these years. I'm not even going to try something like I know. So I'll stop right now. Um, I would describe what he looks like. But it doesn't really matter. Let's just say he's um, very, very anime boy. Um, he is, has black hair. I don't know. But else, that's it. Um, so basically, he's very rich. He's I don't know. Sometimes, well, he's he, him and Zen, the other RFA character, barely get along. So yeah, that the, during I would describe what happened during the story, but I don't want to spoil that too much because I feel like that's that's not why we're here today. <laughs> we're not here just to spoil it. So next for the next number, I'm gonna be talking about is 707 which is personally one of my favorites okay oh okay during this playthrough it's, there's spoilers coming up ahead now 707 has very complicated life he keeps telling him to stay away he's dangerous he shouldn't know too much about her he's a hacker and he works for this like agency that's like could easily like kill him and gives him like a new identity and stuff like that they gave him a new identity because his dad was the prime minister i think it was the prime minister and he like had a a love child with some other woman and they weren't engaged yet so like that was like bad on his reputations and he didn't know until um the mom of 707 threatened to expose that he had a love child over her without being engaged or married I mean for money so yeah and 707 his mom hated 707 so 707 could go out and do stuff but 707 isn't his real name his real name is Seyong Choi I think that's how you say it but his um, baptismal name is Luciel Choi but he has a twin brother named um, Seiren Choi. 
and um, basically it's like this whole this whole like thing between them like seven is like the stronger twin so he could like go up and leave he would go to church constantly and that's where he met um v and rika and they helped him um have get a new life get a new identity as seven or seven and work for the agency and basically like just get a new life but he had to but in order to do that he had to um leave Saren behind his twin and he did, he obviously didn't want to do it but he Rika and V promised that they would like protect him and take care of him so he left so he could like save Saren and give him a better life make him happy even if it meant that he wouldn't be happy but still um so I'm not, I'm not gonna get into Saren right now but we're we're seven so basically for like a good I think half of the game you feel maybe even a little more he's like this very like happy funny like I mean he's just like this very unique alien personality and he's just like he's complete goofball love him like everyone like he's adorable you know but eventually he like starts getting cold because he doesn't want everyone to like find out about him because once he if he ever does have to leave for his like if his company ever makes him change identities again then he has to get rid of everything from his past old life he can't like have any more friend the friends he had he can't also you're probably wondering why since can he just like take Saren with him earlier when he like left for the agency he couldn't like have him say right now the agency makes them like just discard everything from their old life like family friends anything so he tries pushing away um mc the player so like she doesn't get close so she so she doesn't get hurt so nothing happens to her but eventually um he gives in because like she's the role us the main character is like like is push i don't know how to describe this without sounding like I don't know, repetitive or something, like, we're, like, please, we just won't, why, we don't care, stuff like that, you know, and eventually, they do end up together, even though he, he rejects her many times, like, no, I don't want to get to know you, like, he does that all, mostly for, just so, like, she doesn't get hurt, and, Oof. I'm saying I'm seeing this website to see if there's anything I left out. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, something that happens during his route is us. We had to go as if you don't remember from earlier. We we get led to Rika's old apartment, so we live there, and seven of seven's like watching us through like a camera in the hallway. But, yeah, um, basically, what, Rika, before Rika made, um, Seven put, like, a bomb in their house, like, so if anyone tried, like, stealing their secret, like, RFA files, then, like, it would go off and kill them, so, like, I couldn't do it, and 
what basically happened is the hacker that led MC there is, like, trying to get her. So, like, and he's, like, hacking into the system. And I think he, like, does something to the bomb. So, like, Seven has to go. Well, he doesn't have to. Yes, he does. He goes over to save MC because the hacker, unknown, basically is, like, there. He's ready to take her somewhere I I can't really explain without having to go into his whole story but yeah so like seven gets there very quick and he realizes that that's his twin Seiran I'm not gonna again I'm not getting into it right now because it's long but yeah um my god I'm going on so long so yeah he's ow my god sorry I hit my toe on something <laughs> um so yes it's basically like a little rundown of what happens. I'm sorry if like I'm not doing the story justice or I'm saying stuff wrong. It's very late, the middle of the night. It's about to be 3 a.m. I'm going crazy. So yeah, okay, since I'm taking so long, I'm gonna try skimming over the rest of the characters as fast as I can. So next, I'm gonna go, okay. Oh, I'm not going to... Okay. For my own sake, I'm not going over Jaehee and Yusung. I'm sorry, that's your favorite character. I'm not going over them. Not because I don't like them, but because I haven't played the route yet. Or watched it yet. Because I... I okay. And I don't want to spoil it for myself. So, I'm going to do Zen. And then Saren, and I'm just gonna skim over V and Rika. Okay, I'm okay, instead of just coming out with my own stuff since that's just like taking too long, I'm just gonna read what the wiki says. Um, Zen, his real name is Hyun Ryu, I don't know how to say his name. It, um, Zen is a semi successful actor slash dancer slash singer. Oh, yeah. He's basically a narcissist, it says here. It says he can come across as narcissistic about his looks, um, often posting selfies and exclaiming how handsome he is. However, while it may seem he cares about his appearance the most, he wants to be recognized and appreciated first and foremost for his career skills. On the surface, Zen is known for being eccentric and flirtatious character. He will often talk about his looks, praising and complimenting himself for how attractive he is as well as how talented he is when it comes to singing and dancing, or in acting. Sun tends to compare others to himself while it comes to looks, frequently telling you something to look out, to look half as good as he does. Despite this, Sun can become very loyal and caring, especially to those he cares about. In all routes, he cares deeply for MC, while those he cares about, or sorry, while those, while, where am I? While those he cares about, okay, in all routes, he um, oh my god, where, I'm literally, like, losing my mind, I can't even find where I'm reading. While Zen likes to compliment himself, he often flirts with the main character, he usually calls him sweetie or babe. Um, in conjunction, deep down, Zen self-doubts himself, wondering people can only see him for his looks, rather than his talents. He can be easily upset if something affects his career, almost entering a depressive state. He is not for pursuing larger and better musicals, offering of smaller ones or turning them down if the opportunity presents itself. Um, like many of the members, he has scars from his past, which can't be forgotten. 
um, there's an appearance, appearance thing there, but I won't read it, I'll just describe to you what he looks like, like I said earlier, very anime boy, he has white hair, and like, this, like, I feel like there's a name for it, but I don't know what it's called, I don't even know this name, but I feel like there is, but he has, like, oh, he's very white, but platinum hair, and, um, he has, like, a ponytail, very long, very luscious, I wish I had that hair, he's wearing black pants, like, um, it's, like, I don't know, a tuxedo shirt or whatever, and it has, like, a Z on it for Zen, I, what a narcissist, <laughs> and, um, from what I remember, he likes to drink, smoke, and ride a motorcycle, so, that's bad, <laughs> um, basically, he has issues, because his, um, his, mo- his, like, mother and brother, and everyone in his family, um, they always were, like, telling him, like, he was ugly, and, like, to be more like his brother, who was, like, becoming a lawyer, I think it was a lawyer, but they had, like, a 10-year difference, and he actually thought his brother was on the side telling him that his singing and acting was, like, a really good thing, he had a lot going for him, he was doing so good at it, but when his mom finally confronted him, he told him, that he should spend more time studying, and that it was a good hobby, not, like, a main care, a main job, so, yeah, he has all these issues with his family, sorry, I thought I sound, I'm out of it, I'm really out of it, I'm so sorry, okay, I would read more about Zen, but, um, your girl needs to sleep soon, and I think we still have three characters, so... So sorry. Okay, next we're gonna go into Rika and Saren. So basically, there's this whole other organization called the Mint Eye, and okay, it's run by Rika. I'll, I'll, I'm just gonna read the description. Okay, Mint Eye is another organization started by Rika. Unlike our Faye, the Mint Eye. The Mi'ai has more extreme motives and is most likely known as a religious group striving to find eternal paradise. Unknown is part of Mi'ai and is using the hideout for its own reasons. Several, oh sorry, those don't need that. That part doesn't matter. Okay, this part really matters, so please pay attention. Mint Eye was established by Rika out of her radical ideas to eliminate fear and pain from the world, and the goal of the organization is to reach the state of happiness in an everlasting party. Magenta was the name of the castle that was the organization's headquarters. Before her alleged death, Rika began began building the organization office using the funds from some of the parties held by Arfe, the blueprints of which are secretly stored in her apartment. During this time, she scouted Seiren Choi to be one of her followers. Also, Seiren Choi is unknown, the one who led, um, in other, other routes, led MC to Rika's apartment. And a falling out with V further pushed her to put her plan into motion. Mint I has several ranks with the organization. As the leader of the founder group, Rika is known as the Savior. Her followers are divided into believers and disciples, where disciples are higher ranks and carry out important tasks. As evidence of Saren, recruits are in cars, 
incarcerated and drugged with medication, toxins including peyote, cactus, methanol, and unspecified mushrooms, who are undergoing a mental brainwashing process. Okay. Remember what I said earlier about, like, these different modes? Like, there's casual and deep story. But there's also another one. It's called Another Story, and that's the insane run. So for Sarens, um, f- oops, ow, for Sarens, um, f- oh my god, I can't even get a sentence out. Okay, hold on. Saren is the hacker, is also a hacker for the eye. Um, I wonder where I've heard that before. <laughs> so. I'll read his personality for you. Siren is... Oh, by the way. Um, unknown, a.k.a. Siren, a.k.a. Ray. He has three names, too. At first, in his story, in the beginning of his story, he goes by Ray. Which is, like, the quote-unquote weaker side of him. Like, the more, like, gentle, fragile side that says he's, like, very useless. He doesn't take care of himself. He's like... I'm useless. I, I don't deserve you. You can hate me. Hate me. I'd rather have you. You shouldn't be yelling at me. You, you have you. You deserve to be mad at me. Stuff like that, you know. And eventually, like Rika, like oh, um, what happens is in the beginning of his, it's like if I remember this correctly, we get a message from him. He, he asks he asks us to um test out a app for him called mystic messenger our face services but he we don't know that obviously so we, it's we think it's just a game but it's actually like we're just going on to spy for him but we don't know that obviously <laughs> um so he's just gonna use through us he's using the information and we get led to the mint eye organization like headquarters and we get a room there. We had to stay on this one floor. We're not allowed to leave. And he comes visit us a couple times. And eventually, like, he ends up, like, really liking us. And, like, yeah. And he's, like, him and Rika. I think he's, like, Rika's, like, right hand or something. And what basically happens is Rika notices that he's getting, like, soft. He's saying, like, stuff that he sh- probably shouldn't be saying. Like, I think we should do this. Or he has hope. Or I don't know. I don't remember. He was just saying things, and Rico was like, um, that's not okay. Don't say that. Eternal Paradise. Yeehaw. <laughs> so, what happened was, she started, like, boosting up his dosage of this medication that she's giving, and she's, like, brainwashing him, and she drugged him into believing he was, like, I don't know. He also, instead of, like, he became, like, a different person. Or as they describe, it's like this side of him that he just didn't let out. There's two sides of Saren slash Ray. There's Ray, who's like more the weaker one, and there's there's Saren, who's the stronger, more I'm gonna hurt you before you hurt me type. And he's like just very. No, he hurts you before you can hurt him. Like I said. So yeah, and he's one day during the route he Saren um like breaks through like say I mean Ray breaks through Saren's like 
personality and he comes back for a good couple seconds he's like crying saying my head hurts and stuff like that and then eventually Saren comes back and stuff is bad <laughs> um oh, what else do I need to say oh he has white hair with like with as it says here light pink tips and mint colored eyes um This, oh, I, I don't know if I mentioned, but Seven has, his twin has red hair. And the reason why he has light pink tips is because he dyed, he bleached his hair. So, um, I'm trying to see what I missed out on. Um, oh, I need to talk about the end. Basically, what happens is, um, Seven, um, oof, sorry, I'm like, I can't try about Seven, like, gets, like, I think, kidnapped. Oh, yeah, he, the Prime Minister finds out where they are, aka their father finds out where they are, and he will do anything to save his reputation, even if it means killing his own sons. So, he, like, kidnaps Seven, and... On the last, like, day, like, before the ending, I think, it's, like, they go out to try finding him, and they're, like, circled around, I don't know, they go back to their old childhood home, because they think he's there, and, um, oh my god, I'm, like, doing garbage explaining this. Oof. Well, yeah. I don't know if I really explained it, but before that happens, Siren and Ray like combine together and create like this middle ground personality that's like supposed to be normal, I guess. And like, oh my god, I love you, Ray, like that. I don't know. And yes. And then basically, after that, they start working together with some of the members of RFA so they can plan to rescue Seven. And um, the sad thing is, though, we never really find out if they save Seven or not. We assume so, but from the good ending, I don't know, I didn't see the other bad endings, but from the good ending, um, it says that, like, they're trying, and, like, it ends, like, him and MCU kissing and stuff, and, yes, um, we don't really, it's like, we, like, we assume, we infer that, Seven gets saved, but it, they don't show him getting saved, so literally anything could have happened, but for our own Seven's right now. So, yeah. Um, let me see if there's any more information that I missed out on. Um, oh, um, this is my, just my personal opinion, but Saren, aka Ray, aka Unknown, is definitely my favorite character, besides Juman Han. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll read some parts. Oh, by the way, all these male, all these characters besides Jay, and Rika are male. And I'm sorry, I'm not telling you like their like character information, but um, I don't really think that's important. 
Um, I think that's really it. Um, here, since I kind of did bad at describing this whole personality thing, it's I'll just it here. It says it here. Saren has two different personalities, Ray and Unknown, which is likely a side effect from ingesting Mint-Eye's elixir of salvation for several several years, aka the drug slash medication that they make them that Rika makes them drink. The two personalities are aware of each other and are able to communicate with one another. As a hacker, Ray and Unknown have extremely different skill sets, with Ray's skills being on par or even better than Seyong's. At the moment, which one is Seyong's original personality is unknown. For the majority of the route, Ray is the dominant personality. He is gentle, sweet, and terrified of being abandoned. He's against violence. He cannot bring himself to hurt another living being. He was obsessed with MC and only wants to make MC happy and keep her at Magenta. Ray was also terrified of having Unknown's personality awakening and taking over. On the other hand, on the other hand, sorry, I'm delirious now. Unknown is the complete opposite of Ray and has an extremely dark, na- dark in nature. He desires the destruction of Arfe and those that oppose Mint Eye and him. Unknown was mostly suppressed by the effects of the elixir of salvation, but Ray. Sorry, oh my god, the tiredness is kicking in. Oh my god, sorry, I yawned. But Ray's last dosage had him taking over Saren's body. Saying Saren's name has also the effect of waking Unknown. Unknown seemed to hate Ray, calling the other personality a marshmallow boy, and disliked Ray's crying and whining. So Unknown's basically just Saren. I guess, I don't know. I described this badly. I'm so sorry. Uh, so I'm saying I'm sorry I'm saying sorry like that. I'm not even Canadian, so I'm just being a bitch. Um, okay, I'm skimming over these next. I'm gonna. Oh my god, I'm doing terrible. I'm gonna skim over B really quick. I'm just gonna read you his. Oh sorry, I'm not gonna read B because I haven't done his route either. So I'll just read Rika because. She doesn't have a route, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, There's like no, there is, okay, sorry, I found information on Rika. Okay, I'm just going to read her, I'll read part of her personality and and half of her background. On the outside, Rika is often described by the RFA members as someone who's kind, caring, bright, strong-willed, and charismatic person. She's um, said to care deeply for others and want to help them achieve happiness, which is the sole reason for her creating the RFA. She's um, also capable of inviting many people to her parties, mainly due to her influence on others. So basically, she's amazing. Oh, sorry. Unknown to most, Rika is severely mentally ill as she struggles with depression, anxiety, paranoia, and and paranoia-induced delusions, which caused her to lose herself, as she does things she would never have done when she had a clear mind. She tries her best to hide this from all except V, the one she trusts most. As time goes on, her mental condition worsens, only to be intensified by the death of her dog, which she blames herself for. She falls deeply into the delusion, delusion that she's a savior and has to rescue everyone from pain and sense of the world. Becoming more and more out of touch with reality, this delusion drives her to do extremely hurtful things, even to the people she cares about. 
Um, okay. Her real name is Mina, I guess. Um, it says... Um, I'm trying to... Oh, it says Rika was originally the one to bring together Arfe, obviously. The other members were poorly when in the chat room, much less after she quote-unquote died, and the messenger only becomes active again when MC joins. Um, Rika was adopted by Yusung's aunt. Oh, so Yusung and Rika are cousins. By Yusung's aunt and uncle after they couldn't conceive. However, it appears as if their family life was far from happy, with her aunt going so far to telling Rika that she regrets adopting her. At some point, Rika visits one of these galleries and becomes enchanted with one of his photographs, to the point where she begins going all there every day, which V eventually notices. He approaches her and begins talking to her, mentioning he sees her staring at this particular photograph every day, to which she states she feels happy and loved when looking at the picture. V then introduces himself and getting an interest in how she spoke and offers the photograph for free in return. They go after coffee, eventually leading them to begin a relationship, and then eventually they get freaking engaged. Okay, you can tell how over this I am, can't you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, the player then finds out that Rika had lived much of her life with paranoia, depression, anxiety, and um, psychosis, which later skyrocketed once her dog Sally died, which, okay, we reread this. Okay, the view centers to her therapist to cope with her mental illnesses. Um, she stops going after three weeks. Oh, oh my god, I didn't know this. I just spoiled some of this for myself. It says, eventually Rika reaches a point where she feels as if she's compelled to save everyone, telling me that she feels better and she's stronger than and can handle herself now. This brings forth the concept and formation of Mint-Eye to which V doubts Rika, who is against their ideals. This causes a fight with each other, leading to Rika leaving and injuring V. What the heck? Okay, so basically Rika's her, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm, okay, this... <laughs> it is currently 3.13 in the morning, and your girl is struggling to stay awake. It's, this podcast has been on, going on for almost 40 minutes. I am so sorry that I keep saying sorry like that, and that I'm literally just reading off a Wikipedia page of fandom, because, like, I don't, I can't form my own sentences, because I'm just so smart. (laughs) Okay, I sound like such a narcissist, (laughs) and I'm being so repetitive, like, oh my god, (laughs) I cannot, oh my god, I'm so out of it. Okay, well, um, if you, some of you might have want Yusung, Jaehee, and V, which is completely understandable, but I'll only do it if you guys request it, uh, which you probably won't, so yeah, I don't think I would want to do another one of these videos, unless it's like 10pm and I'm still, and I still have a little energy, okay, well, I'm gonna wake up in a good five hours, goodbye, good night, or good day, or good morning, good evening, whenever, and bye-bye, my podcast listeners, and I'll see you in the next podcast.